Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. Um, on this episode, I am joined by podcast contributor Heather, aka Minnesota Hockey Mom Reads on Instagram. Welcome back to the podcast, Heather. Hey Becky, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about I'm excited. This <laughs> We've been anticipating this read for a minute. Um, yeah, we I, don't, I was trying to remember when did we read Riggs and we were like, October. so is Baden's tomorrow then? What's yeah. happening? <laughs> uh, Riggs dropped at the end of October and we just oh. released our Quick Shot of Romance um, episode in December for Riggs. Um, and this episode is dropping on January 11th. And this is Baden's story. And so we are reviewing Baden by Sawyer Bennett. This is book one in the Pittsburgh Titan series, which is her newest hockey series. Yes, I am so excited for this series. I can like seriously hardly contain it myself. So Sawyer has two previous hockey series. She has the Carolina Cold Fury, um, which I think is a nine book series that spun off into the Arizona Vengeance series, which ends at 11 books with Riggs story. And Baden starts a new series, the Pittsburgh Titan series. So. Right. So and we have met Baden in the Arizona Vengeance stories. He really kind of thinking back to that whole series, he's woven into pretty much I would say like the last I mean the first two are starting I think we don't really get to know him know him until wild and maybe um Dominic's book Dominic and wild I think is when we start to see Baden a little more because you have to remember in the Arizona Vengeance series legend was the The um main goalie main goalie So, okay, read us the synopsis from Goodreads. Okay. After suffering a horrific injury that threatens to end his career, Baden Olet is about to learn that sometimes a fresh start is just what the doctor ordered. I worked my whole life to achieve one goal, play professional hockey. As part of the defending cup champion, Arizona Vengeance, I was living my dream until one split second decision destroyed it all. Instead of lacing up my skates and hitting the ice, I've spent my days in rehab and physical therapy just so I could walk again. When a coaching opportunity with the Pittsburgh Titans is presented to me, I find myself with a career I had never considered, but which allows me to continue being a part of the sport that I love. While my injuries are physical, the same cannot be said for the woman I rescued. Suffering from wounds that can't be seen, Sophie Winters has withdrawn from the world in fear and guilt. I didn't know Sophie before that fateful night and have only met her once since, but I refuse to let her face her demons alone. Determined to be a friend, I support Sophie in the only way I know how, by simply being there. Through shared trauma, Sophie and I begin to find peace with one another. As we grow closer, what started as a friendship becomes a more intimate until our broken pieces become one. But can a love born of anguish endure? Or will the pain of our past prove to be too much to overcome? So we are actually dropping this episode on release date. This book drops January the 11th of 2022. Okay. Tropes. <clears throat> Hockey romance. 
it's a bit of a rescue romance. He is her rescuer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it is friends to lovers. I would agree. I, I was thinking about the tropes and they're, fr- I would say friends to lovers. Um, and it does kind of have some close proximity because. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> so int- I, okay. So to start, I am not going to lie. I was very surprised at who his love interest was. I was not a hundred percent told that I liked this idea. <laughs> I agree with this statement. I agree. When I first read the synopsis of this book and saw that Baden's love interest was going to be Sophie, I thought, oh, why? Why is it going to be her? Like, I get there's this shared connection because of the trauma of the accident, but I wanted something I thought, I should say, I thought I wanted something more for Baden. Um, we are not going to tell you the put out percentage on this book. It does pop, but it is a slow burn. And if we were to tell you the put out percentage, it would feel a little spoilish. And um, you and I aren't huge fans of slow burn. Not at all. A hundred percent. I mean, you and I are like, get it on people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it would ruin this book. It would. So, and something else that I want to talk about in this book before we get to the meat of the story is in the beginning of the book, Sawyer Bennett writes a dear reader letter mm-hmm. and she talks about her journey as an author writing hockey romances. She was one of the first out there putting out these team series and she warns us that, and to quote, these books are going to be slightly different. This series will be more emotional, heavier on backstory. And if I'm lucky, I'll be writing, I will be wringing some tears out of you. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. There will still be an epic romance, some steamy love scenes, and a swoony HEA. Just be prepared your heart to twinge on occasion. The Pittsburgh Titans are shattered and putting them back together is going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. So I typically skip those, but I was curious what she was going to say because the way she launches this team, this series was so epic. I wasn't sure how to prepare myself for the following stories. So do yourself a favor and read the whole Dear Reader letter. I 100% agree. And the other piece that I, you know, obviously you can tell in her writing that she loves both of her teams and we are huge fans of both the Carolina Cold Fury and the Arizona Vengeance yeah but you can tell that Pittsburgh has a very special place in her heart and so for me I think as a reader I know when an author loves a place that it's gonna be so phenomenal right like well and I think she must have so in this book I feel like you can tell that Baden might be one of her favorite characters Mm, because there is a level of care that she gives to him and Sophie that I wasn't a hundred percent prepared for. Mm -hmm. I was not prepared to, well, first of all, I was not prepared to love this man. I mean, and I know he's a fictional character. Please don't come after me. I know he's fictional, (laughs) but in my mind, he is real. And don't worry. I I mean, I know he's fake, but he's real in my mind. And Sophie too, like, I 
wasn't really prepared to connect with her. I wasn't, you know what I mean? Let's talk about her. Let's just give some, because I do not want to spoil this story for anyone. Mm -hmm. This really launches what I am hoping is going to be a phenomenal emotional hockey series. And I'm here for it. Like I'm already counting down the days for the next group of books. She has released the first five titles. We have release dates for the first three. So let's talk about Sophie to start with. Sophie used to be a trainer for a medical device company. Mm-hmm. She would fly different places and give training seminars in hospitals on how to use medical equipment. She was in Phoenix at a training and for work, for mm-hmm. work and she likes to park at the back of the parking lot and was going to a mall in Phoenix. And so she parked, it was dark. She parked at the back of the parking lot and was walking to the door when out of nowhere, she was attacked by three men. Right. Baden hears the screams and he rushes to her rescue. He yells and yells at her to go, get help, go, run, get away. Um, Sophie is living every day with tremendous guilt. Yeah, it's, I, I, you know, there's a lot of, I, I don't want to say survivor's guilt because it, but it is similar to that because, you know, while Baden survived, his life was dramatically different than the life that he was living. Yeah. And she has tremendous guilt from that, but also like crippling fear. I mean, so she's young, what, she's like 25 probably yes, very young something around 25. there yeah you know she's a she's she's educated she's gone to college she's a super independent girl like she has her own house she like travels around the country she parks further away from the elevator or where she's going so she gets extra steps so she she's like very mindful and just and she just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time And Baden happened to be there to save her and she's feeling some tremendous guilt, but it has impacted her entire life. Well, right. She has lost her job that starts at the beginning of the book. Her boss fires her because he demands they have been letting her do a desk job that didn't involve any travel and she can't travel. She has her groceries delivered. She has an intense security system with a huge shout out to the Jameson security force of Sawyer Bennett's Jameson security force series um, has installed like the highest tech level security system for her to help her feel safe, even in her own home. Um, When she does go out in the world, she's either accompanied by her dad um, or her mom or her best friend, Frankie. And so, Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's PTSD and it's real. And I was, I read a review earlier and it said something about, oh, she was living as a total recluse. She really wasn't living as a total Uh recluse. She just needed safety and comfort in order to take the steps. And she was seeing a therapist. Like, I think there's, that's the other piece. Like it wasn't like she didn't realize that she had things that she needed to work on. She was working on them. And that is a slow it's a very slow process. I mean, I think for me, I come at it as a different lens. I am a special ed teacher and I work with children who have PTSD 
and anxiety. And I was, I, I totally related to her and it's a real thing. And the thing with trauma is it impacts everyone differently. And so it's really not too fair to judge the two of them because they, while they were in the same, they were in the same place, they didn't experience the same thing, but it impacted them both very differently. Yeah. So then let's talk about Baden. He, at the time of his accident, he is the backup goalie for the Arizona Vengeance. Um, they're coming off of their first season and a Stanley Cup win. It is off season. He um, is at the mall running errands. He's headed off to meet his friends and stuff like that. He is injured to the point that he cannot um, walk. He cannot walk. And he powers through and you can get the, his full story. You really have to read, you know, like five different Arizona vengeance books to kind of see his evolution of recovery. But I think that one of the things that helps Baden move past his trauma is it different. While yes, it was physical and he was able to get the physical strength back to walk without crutches, to not need assistance. His comes a little bit more emotional in accepting that he is never going to be the star athlete that he once was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I think I look at Baden's story too as a hockey, a person who's grown up around hockey, but a hockey mom. And I know the dedication that goes into being a hockey player. And it, it's, it was crushing you know, when there was a scene where he was, he was actually talking to Riggs about deciding, you know, am I going to stay in Arizona or should I go to Pittsburgh? And I just, my heart just broke for him because sometimes you want something so bad, but, but it's that just made me happen. love that whole scene made me love Riggs even more than I already love Riggs because he's like, Take the job, dude. You aren't going back on the ice. And he's just that breath of truth, that push mm -hmm. that Baden needed. Because when he went and saw Dominic Carlson, who's the owner of the Arizona Vengeance, Dominic's like, where's your heart leading you? And Baden's like, dude, Can't you my tell heart me? is in Arizona on the freaking <laughs> ice with the Arizona Vengeance. And my friends, my friends that were here for me, through, through my whole recovery. I mean, like they had a rotation, like, and that friend group was so phenomenal. And so I think there was two sides to that. It was the dream of being a goalie and then the dream and then leaving the life he knew and his friends behind. So, and we're not going to get too much more into it because again, we do not want to spoil this book, but mm -hmm. let's just talk about Baden as a coach and how Sophie kind of plays into him kind of helping him, I can't think of the word at the moment. Navigate. Um, navigate. Navigate the new role. Yeah, this new role and kind of building his confidence. She has a quiet elegance about her as she kind mm -hmm. of just builds him up and just a stoicness of like, dude, we're gonna you're gonna do great. You're amazing. While he's like She's trying to help these she's a caretaker she is. she is she's like a natural mother like she comes he comes over and she like cooks for him and she's like okay sit down and they have like 
family dinner and he like tells her about his day and it's this I think if you're married you see that like where you bounce something off he's she is his sounding board yeah and his voice of reason and there's this special bond between the two of them because he never judges her for her anxiety or her inability to do things and he doesn't just take over and say okay fine I'm going to do it for you or push her past her comfort zone he challenges her but there's a gentleness about him and I actually sent the author a message and I said he is not just a nice guy he is the perfect bestest goodest guy like and and you see that just in his coaching as he's trying to mentor not just the goalies that he's in charge of in the for the team, but he's trying to help the these other players that are navigating this trauma and this new frontier that nobody in the world has ever experienced anything like this. No, I mean, it's a really weird spot to be in. You know, I mean, like, it's sort of like yesterday he was um a player and then today he's coaching and so he's sort of trying to walk the line of being a coach but also like he has that view of a player and so um and then they're also all navigating new waters where this there you know a city you know a city is mourning uh an organization is mourning and you're just Players and in. families are mourning. Yeah, you're coming in and taking someone's job. Well, and there are because... guys that were retired that yeah. six months later, they're now on the ice trying to play again. Um, So there's a lot of pieces to this story. And all I'm going to tell you is they are phenomenal. Um, I do have one thing to say. So Sawyer, if you're listening to this, I hate Coach Keller and I'm going to need you to fire him in the next book. He's a horrible human. I, I really hate him. hate him. Like, I want to push him down the stairs. I do not like him. He is a terrible leader. I mean, he has no leadership qualities. So anybody who listens all. to the podcast knows that I have this hate, hate, hate relationship with Nico from Natasha Madison's Only One series. I'm telling you, Coach Keller is below Nico now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. He's above. So you hate him more than you. I hate him more. Like in my level of tolerance, I have zero tolerance for coach Keller. He needs fired. So he needs to go. Yeah. I really don't like him. Um, but I love watching Baden coach. Yeah. I'm really excited. So this book moves really fast. Mm -hmm. It's a slow burn that moves really fast. And I don't feel like we got enough time with Sophie and Baden, but I think, I hope we are going to see more of them in the coming books in this series. She had a really hard job in this book because, you know, are, are we leaving Arizona? We don't know. So it was not kind of wrapping up, but also him saying goodbye to Arizona. Right. right. And then introducing us to the new Titans and it could get messy because there's so many people But she did such a really great job of introducing us to people in a gentle way. So you knew them. And Sophie and Baden are the forefront 
everything in this story. Even with all this Uh chaos around them, swirling around them with building the new team and bringing in all these new players and coaches and GMs and owners, never did any of all of that overshadow Sophie and Baden. I totally agree. They were so dynamic. So dynamic. It was so great. I really like them as a couple. And I will say I have one complaint about this book. And it is too short. And hear me out. I, 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 we need more of them. I mean, just, and I, I think we'll probably get more of them in the next book, but I feel like we could have probably had a couple more chapters. I mean, just a few. Okay. So let's do our questions. Um, Heather, did you like this book? Um, Obviously. Yes. Very much so. (laughs) I do want to say I liked this book. I do think you can start here and read Mm -hmm. this story as a standalone. I do not think you have to read the Arizona Vengeance books to get the full scope of who Sophie and Baden are. I would agree. So if you are a person that, you know, needs to hop into a series, you don't have to read the cold cold fury or the arizona vengeance to enjoy the titans yeah you can start right at baden um who would typically like this book i just feel anybody who really likes romance or maybe like a team or a family if you like emotional very character driven um books i i would start this series immediately i think anyone and i think you're right it has to be someone that it's it's not just a hockey fan you just have to love contemporary romance, be okay with a found family type situation, and be prepared for an emotional journey. Because this is a journey, people. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. So, Heather, would you recommend this book? I would. I love it. And I think I plan to reread it. Um, it's just really that good. I also noticed and maybe it's just because I'm a Minnesota girl but uh, there were multiple multiple Minnesota hockey references in the book that I picked up on and I loved it it was that made warmed my heart yeah it'll be interesting to talk to Leah about this book a little bit um, Mm -hmm. because she lives in the Pittsburgh area and so to see you know did Sawyer get all the Pittsburgh references Correct. But she did even say in her letter to us that like she had to kind of move the city around for her um <laughs> for it to work. Which for it to work. good for her. Yeah. You can redesign a city. Okay. Um if you are listening right now and you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will put it in our queue. Heather Thank you again for joining me to talk hockey romances. I always appreciate having you along. Anytime. (laughs) Um, Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.